0: Oh, hi there. My name is Bonnie Lippincott, mom of two. During the transformation into motherhood, I learned I needed to trust my intuition, forgive myself, and know that I'm growing alongside my children. The title, Entry Level Mom, is meant to highlight the obvious. We have no formal training, but everything we need is already within our DNA. This podcast is connected to my book, Entry Level Mom, and the goal is to share honest, and vulnerable stories with friends to encourage each other. I hope you enjoy. The topic for this episode is pregnancy, or prenatal, and postnatal massage. I am joined by a massage therapist and expert, Robin. Robin is a licensed and certified massage therapist, as well as a massage instructor. She is also a mom of three. I have never needed a massage more than right after I gave birth also known as postnatal massage and robin helped me immensely pregnancy massage is a growing field and i'm thrilled to be joined by an expert like robin who has nearly 28 years of experience according to an article by carol osborne from massage magazine in 2010 compared with those who had equal amount of relaxation therapy pregnant women massaged twice weekly for five weeks experienced less anxiety and decreased leg and back pain they had better sleep improved moods and their labors had fewer complications including less premature births i hope you enjoy this episode and if you're thinking about getting a massage remember self-care is not a luxury it's a necessity today we will be discussing pre and post natal massage topic i am joined by a licensed massage therapist and instructor robin Robin is a married mom of three and an incredible massage therapist. I met you after my firstborn for a postnatal massage, Mm -hmm. which I received as a gift from a friend. And you have since helped a few of my friends. Thank you for what you do. I feel the love through your hands and the healing through your hands. And it really is a true gift that you're giving me as well as other women and um, people in this area. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to be chatting with you. So before we discuss pre and postnatal massage, my first question is, how did you come to be a mother? How was your pregnancy and deliveries? Mm,
1: Wonderful (laughs) and not wonderful. Um, So... Married to my husband for a few years, and he says we should start a family. (laughs) And he knew with me, no pun intended here, that he needs to plant a seed before we actually do anything, (laughs) before we do any kind of big life changing experience. So I said, Great, I'll see. I'm going to Greece with my friend, and I'll come back, and we'll be good. And that's exactly what I did. I went to Greece, got you know, some last minute uh, partying, hanging, lots of coffee, lots of fun and and came back and we tried to have a family. And lo and behold, five months into my pregnancy, which I got pregnant pretty quickly, so I feel very blessed um, for that. And lo and behold, five months into my pregnancy, 21 weeks, I found out that I was pregnant with twins. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Your so first pregnancy. My first pregnancy, I'm pregnant with twins. Now, I'm not a big person, and I was getting pretty big quickly, and people would say, you're having twins, you're ha-, and I would ask my midwife. I was using a midwife. She used a fetal scope. I was going to have my uh, birth at a birthing center, and I had a whole plan. <laughs> as we do. As we do. And um my plan went out the window when I found out it was twins and I was measuring fine. So we didn't know. And she was just listening to a heartbeat and she could only hear one. I did do, I did meditate and really took care of myself. And I had a vision of twins of energy. And I looked at a book one day and I passed a twin book. I was just looking for a name book and I passed a twin book and intuitively something says, Oh, you'll come back for that. And I'm like, what? Whoa. So it was like a little voice in my ear saying that. Um, Lo and behold, I did go back for that book. (laughs) So 21 weeks, a big, beautiful blessing. Twins. I still wanted my plan to birth naturally. And um, at this point, I was doing a lot of pregnancy massage, And still working and getting really nice and big. And in the process, we moved and new house, new job, new everything and found new set of midwives from Connecticut to Boston. And um, I didn't even get a chance to see my OB or my midwife at the time. I went into labor six weeks early. So, wow. yeah, so I went into it, which is fairly normal. Okay, if you're having twins, you're definitely most don't go full 40 weeks They're, they call 38 full term. Okay. Um, but I went in at 34 weeks. And um, I could not, even before I went into labor, I could not envision them coming naturally. With everything that I did with pregnant mamas, I couldn't envision it myself. So it kind of prepped me that I might have to have a C-section and everything I thought about was out the window. And I was like, okay, it's it's okay. But I, I, I didn't share that piece with my husband. So when the midwife came in and said, well, baby A's breech, and baby B is transverse, transverse. They were in X inside me and it would be dangerous to try to birth them uh, naturally because they could get stuck. Um, He was more upset. And I think I kind of intuitively came to terms with it. And my midwives were amazing. And I walked into the OR. They wanted to wheel me in, and I labored for 14 hours. She said, if you want to do this again, your body will know what to do. So just Mm. go ahead and, and labor. I did have one doctor come in and say, okay, I'm leaving in an hour. Let's just get this done. And thankfully, I had a little bit of an insight of... If this isn't an emergency, I don't I don't want to do this so quickly. And it wasn't. Everyone was healthy. My water just broke and it was just naturally contractions and coming and, you know, it was it was all good. And um, yeah, so nine almost nine centimeters walked into the OR. And at that point I was like, Okay, give me that spinal. (laughs) Give me that spinal. I don't have to feel it. I don't want to feel it. Right.
0: Okay, so, so then you received the
1: yeah. C-section at that point. I received okay. the C-section at that point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, was blessed. Yes, he was in the room, and he stayed up by me. And to him, it just looked like a regular birth. My midwife was right up there, and we, you know, it was great. It was, a, it was really, it was a beautiful experience. It's
0: fantastic. And we
1: let go of what we needed to and allowed for all the possibilities.
0: Yeah. Um, is it letting go one of the first lessons in motherhood? Or for me, it was kind of let go of expectations. I had brought a birth plan on cardstock, double-sided. <laughs> I'm sure. Everyone, thank you so much, Bonnie. Let's put this in her chart. You know, let's the baby's going to come the way the baby's going to
1: come. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's neat. So, what yes, I, for me, the, you know, letting go. And and I had a mom who one of my best dear friends told me, you know, the biggest lesson as a parent is all the letting go. it's the hardest thing to do in as a mom and or as a parent is all the letting goes. And it is, my twins are healthy now and they're 23 and they're big and you would never know that they were (laughs) 4'10 and 4'14. Uh, yeah, and, and that was actually pretty big for preemie twins. Right, preemie t- four pounds? Four pounds, ten, 10 ounces, four pounds, 14 ounces. Wow, yeah, so, well done. So th- yeah, yeah <laughs> <that's amazing. laughs> So I did, I really, you know, I did and took care of them in the hospital. As they were there for 20 days. That was very difficult. The after was very difficult. I wasn't prepared. I really did think for a year that I did not actually birth my children. I cried a lot. Um, it was hard. I, I, My husband and I would go to Baby's RS and get what we needed. We weren't prepared. We, they were six weeks early. We had a lot to do. So we would go, and I'd see someone pregnant in front of me, and I'd collapse to the floor in tears thinking, I should still be pregnant. There shouldn't oh. be out of me. I'm the one that should be nursing them. And mm-hmm. the should have, could have, the thoughts, the crazy thoughts came flooding in. And, and with support and love and... Um, people around me, I pulled my resources in. We didn't really live near family. We always created family. Mm -hmm. And uh, I pulled my resources in and I got through it. And through massage today, which I'll talk about a little later, I'm, I'm really able to help other women break through who have had that same feeling two, three, four years later. I, well, I didn't really birth. I couldn't give them the nurturing while they were in me. They were too small. They had to, you know, whatever it is. And so through that experience, and it's, it's been such a blessing because I've really come through on the other end and, you know, able to nurture them on this end mm-hmm. to really healthy, amazing, confident boys. Yes. Um, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. That's so, that's so neat about the lessons too, where you learn them yourself and then you, you think, I know what to do in this instance. I can share this wisdom with you. You do that so well. Thank so you. wonderful. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I
0: like how you said you pulled your resources and you you leaned on your community to get through some of the difficult emotions that you were experiencing. That's cool.
1: We forget to do that. Yes. We forget, especially as, wo- as women. I mean, you know, prior to having twins, oh, I could do it by myself. <laughs> I am strong. I am independent. I can do life. And you know what? I have two babies. Can you hold a baby? I you know, I, I would go somewhere and the babies just fell asleep. Oh my god, I think I was at Trader Joe's. Can you can you here's thirty dollars, can you go shopping for me in Boston? They were so so absolutely what do you need? I, I mean well just to actually ask for to ask for help. Oh my goodness, it was it was huge. Mm-hmm. It was really huge. So asking for help is a gift to those you ask help as well, because
0: mm-hmm. they feel so much love, giving it even to a stranger. It feels so. We're, we're wired to do that to We help are. each other. That yes, way. Bonnie. So you made that person's day by asking. By asking them, I believe
1: we do. And I always am willing to help people. And of yet, course. for some reason, why is that so hard for us? Because we, we we're not putting somebody out. No, we're not, we're not. And we just we just feel like we have to do it all. Be the superwoman, and you are being a superwoman by asking.
0: So mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. And then, and your then second pregnancy. In my second
1: pregnancy, we went for a third, she was calling in, I knew it was going to be a girl, I could feel the presence feel the love, I knew that this little baby girl was going to bring so much love and joy to our lives. And she has. So, <laughs> so, so, she has. So, so. And it was I just I just knew I wasn't done. And um, I just had that feeling. And got pregnant right pretty quickly again. So again, very blessed. I know some, it can be easy, it can be difficult. And so I, I did recognize that and felt blessed around that. And went full term with her. I went into labor on my due date with her. Uh, her pregnancy was a little harder. I was running after twins that were yes. three and a half to f- over four. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely a little more difficult, and my husband was traveling a lot, lot during that, um, but we made it through. We made it through with the three, the you know, and the little one in me, and um, the boys were great with that. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, she made it to her due date, and I was... I did do a VBAC with my daughter, a vaginal birth after cesarean, and my body did know what to do, mm-hmm. and it was really beautiful. I was so happy and blessed to experience that as well. I'm so glad I got to experience both. Yes, I really am because they were just they were just different. It was meant to be the way it was supposed to be, and I had a dream. And in, when I said I couldn't envision my boys being uh, birthing naturally. I actually had a dream and saw my daughter being born naturally, vaginally. I watched it, so I just felt really confident and good that okay, we're good, we're done, and um, and it just it worked out really nicely.
0: How spectacular! So, yeah, it was great. It you was, listen to your inner wisdom and listen to your intuition. Sounds yes, like too.
1: Yes, and I and I looked for it. I looked for the right people again to help me have the V back. Mm-hmm. They're out there. They are out there. If you do want something, you know, look for it. Definitely Mm -hmm. look for it. Yes, and our bodies know what to do. Our bodies do know what to do. And the risk of doing a VBAC is really very small. And it is created that it can be a bigger risk or it's dangerous or people want to, you have to do a C-section. In some cases you do, um, but the risk is not as big as people think it is.
0: Mm. So how did you get into massage? Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Well, I I was in corporate or business prior to doing that. My degree is a business degree, and I was in sales for many years, about eight years out of school, but always into holistic healing. I was brought up very healthy by my mom, and she – you know, really early on, way before her time, we grew up being pretty eating pretty clean and healthy. So it jump started me and started reading books as a teenager and getting really into health and um, just a holistic way of living. And it just felt really right to me. Uh, my days before in New York City you know taking the bus into the city and walking to the New Yorker I worked for the New Yorker magazine and walking to the building and I'd stop at the little health food market and grab a wheatgrass and love the smell of that small health food store I love that I know um and it it just it spoke to me holistic healing and when I was doing a lot of uh when I was doing sales and working for different companies I knew it wasn't my career it was a job it was leading me to actually make some really good money and travel around the world and I I met my husband in between that and so we travel in bits and pieces he had a career and I had a job so (laughs) I was happy to go back to New York uh, moved to California and went back to New York and um Took a, I just decided I'm going to go to the, oh, I can't think of the name of it, um, the Holistic Center in New York. In New York, I'm, I, I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, the Open Center. Oh, okay. And I, after work, I'd go and I decided just to take a class on something, and it was massage. I just was like, well, let me take something. And I loved my teacher, and I loved doing massage. And I thought, I can do this. And I met a friend who was a personal trainer, and she got me a few clients out in Connecticut where I had moved to. And I started working on them weekly and monthly. And then about a year later, I quit my job and found a little tiny ad where I'd have to go back to California for a few weeks and get all my credentials and certification and all my hours. And I studied outside of Yosemite. And
0: fantastic! it was
1: amazing. It was amazing. My teacher is my guru. And Mm. I just, I, it was natural to me. It really was natural. I was drawn to it, but it found me again. Mm. And it's, something that just really comes naturally. And I, I'm passionate about it. I love it. Oh yes. You're the best. <laughs> I think, um,
0: it's so interesting with our path. They naturally find us, right? You, or you naturally find your path.
1: I think it's both. It's both. It's both. I yeah. think it's both.
0: I can see you with the wheatgrass shot on your way to your <laughs> <Right>. job. They <laughs> you said the New York times. Yeah. You take yeah, The economy. New Yorker. The yeah, New Yorker. Yeah. That's so cute. Um, I love that. And then the holistic, um, upbringing that you had kind of led to that naturally it did it? It definitely yes yes so then
1: what are the benefits of pre and postnatal massage mm, gosh i love these questions bonnie these are great yeah. really made me think and i appreciated you sending them so i had an idea just to think about my life a little bit and yeah. and pregnancy pregnancy massage and what i'm doing <laughs> um so listen, the benefits of massage in general are, are the same as if when you're pregnant and they just go a little deeper at a lot of times, especially first time moms, little, not as confident, not really sure what's going on. Some people are, some people aren't just getting touched and feeling empowered. And, oh my gosh, I've gained five, 10 pounds, you're pregnant. and And just to empower women and that's always been my thing there's no judgment i just want to empower people i don't care how big you get or how little you are it's just massaging people and getting the circulation going and the benefits are to help someone relax so you can have an easier massage Mm -hmm. Um, there's different things that you can get gestational diabetes and things that just happen during pregnancy that just help make the pregnancy easier like i said earlier Um, and it's just having someone get touched. It's just, it feels good. You're getting the baby in utero and it's healthy. It helps ease the labor. Mm -hmm. There's so many amazing, um, benefits to Mm -hmm. massage like that. Yeah.
0: I I love massage. I don't understand how some people don't enjoy massage regularly, but I do feel it with circulation. I mean, my feet are not as cold that evening and I just feel overall a certain, like a movement in my body and that feels nice and then relaxing in pregnancy was something i met you post po, post right correct but then since then you helped me w- with my second pregnancy while i was while pregnant you were yes and you massaged my you asked for permission and then you massaged my belly mm-hmm. and it was such almost a spiritual experience mm-hmm. because it not only did it feel amazing because you're stretching and growing and it's painful at times mm-hmm. with the ligament pain but also i felt like another matron was sort of giving a blessing on my, in my womb or on my womb yeah. Yeah. for my baby. And I can feel the baby in while you were massaging me, relax. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I walked away thinking, what just
1: happened? That was amazing. <laughs> and that's amazing. I love that feedback. <laughs> okay. And that is, that is, listen, I do all different kinds of massage. Pregnancy massage is magical. It is magical. You can feel the energy, even when they're in the first trimester, when you're not really feeling much. There's, I can feel the energy, and it's so beautiful. And I love when moms let me work on their bellies. And you are. There's weight-bearing joints that need massage, and those ligaments are getting really big and the back pain. I had one woman come to me and found me. In her last trimester, and she said she really has not slept in weeks, and I worked on her that that day, and she called me the next day. She's like, I finally slept. I actually slept. So I know it's making a difference, and it, it does. It just makes a difference, and it's, it's exciting. And leading into post-massage, you know, before you even get to the after and the afterbirth, i I've helped so many women go into labor naturally, and if they're overdue and we work on the points, I know you would ask me about some of the trigger points too. I know that's a question yes. that's probably coming up yeah, we can um, talk about it now. what
0: are the trigger points and the benefits of postnatal massage but yeah what's the deal with the trigger points because i other massage Um, centers would say if you're pregnant you have to see a certain uh, massage therapist Mm -hmm. and be careful of the ankles Mm -hmm. and I don't know Mm -hmm. very much about it but what's the deal with the trigger points yes
1: thanks so there are trigger points working around the ankles um, you have your odor uh, uterus and combining the two words uterus and ovary points there so you don't want to work on anything that's going to be stimulating the body because you don't want to jolt the body into labor or contractions Um, the one thing that I do have to say around that though is that it's not a button either it's not like a light (laughs) switch where all of a sudden you're going to push that button and boom baby's going to come so if you're massaging over the ankles it's certainly okay there is special training though and to know that I I teach massage therapy at the massage center I love doing that as well because I know that I'm sending out confident massage therapists to touch pregnant women and there's a lot of places like you said you have to go to someone who does know what they're doing and train because there's a lot of therapists that don't feel confident or just kind of touch you like that and they don't want to hurt you they're not going to hurt you a woman wants to be massaged your feet your belly your you know your neck you're still feeling you know you want a good massage there's a lot going on in your body so you want to feel like you're getting a good solid massage um and going back to putting helping women go into labor naturally, working on those points that you need to stay away from through the pregnancy when you get about two weeks out, 38 weeks. Um, it's nice to work on those points to help the body start to stimulate, to start getting into the groove like, oh, okay, this baby's coming. We have a few more weeks or not or whatever it is. And it just works with the body to help along what the body already knows how to do. So it's just helping, it's just stimulating and it's helping uh, the tip of your toe is a stimulating point, going up different um, points on your body, just going up the inner leg and those certain points as well.
0: That's neat.
1: (laughs) I remember
0: I saw you, um, I believe I was 39 weeks before the birth of my daughter, which mm-hmm. I had a very easy birth with my second born, mm-hmm. you know, no tearing recovery was really great. And you had, I asked you to help me and you were working on my ankles and something, some something happened it. in real time. And then afterwards I was just so ready to give birth mm-hmm. after that. And I really mm-hmm. do think it helped and aided and you were working on my toes. And I, re- I don't remember exactly, but... Um, and I did feel a sensation, and that was a neat experience. But it's so true that it wasn't a, le- a lever that you had pulled, and all of a sudden I was going into labor. Right. You were just kind of stimulating. It wasn't even like an electric jolt either. It was just kind of
1: um, an
0: overall stimulation, which was neat. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. And um, I did go to the hospital for a few clients, but it was one specific story that I remember a woman went into labor, her water broke and nothing was happening. And they really want, they wanted to give her Pitocin and she's at the hospital. And her husband called me, can you come, can you come to the hospital, please? And I said, okay, I have a few things that, you know, appointments that I'll be there in a few hours. And I texted and he's like, no, please come still, still nothing. And This was one of the most beautiful experiences. We worked on the points. I had done visualization with her at the hospital. I had her husband working with us. The three of us were working together as a team. And within the hour, she started going into labor naturally. And it was so beautiful to watch her body do this natural process. And I just, I love telling that story. I love telling that to my students because it's inspiring. And sometimes, sometimes you do need the Pitocin or or I have worked on people and then they go in the next day to the hospital and they need something lighter. They don't need as much. And so I know I have a lot of women have given me that feedback and um, sometimes it's emotional and I'm just helping people get through the emotional piece. Someone was really late and they said, they're going to induce me tomorrow. And we just talked about what was going on in her body and her life during that massage. Mm -hmm. And as I said something with, which triggered her to say oh and her whole body relaxed and the next morning i texted her and said do you want me to come to the hospital i'll help you there robin and i had the baby and it came naturally oh it was just a release and we don't always realize what we're holding on to mm. we don't always realize what we're doing and so i love being able to help women through that and facilitate that mm-hmm. that's really neat mm-hmm. and the power
0: of our mind when you went to the hospital with that with the husband who had called you um with the visualization, our minds are so powerful. I I was induced with both of my children and it was a very positive experience mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. But I I felt less resistance with the second one. So yeah, that's neat. And then postnatal massage, boy, did I feel like I was in a car accident mm, with all mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. you know, I, I was sore and I felt like I had never needed a massage more in my life.
1: <laughs> so I was so happy to see you there. But What are the
0: benefits of postnatal massage?
1: So post, I mean, just as important. It really is. And I know a lot of people, now you just have a baby and you're trying to get sleep and you're trying to figure out feeding and it could be your first and you don't feel like you don't know what to do, or it could be a second and now you're so busy. And so I do like to encourage people that post because your body goes through trauma. It's It's positive. Trauma is not a negative word. And, you know, you and the baby went through a trauma together and a beautiful um, experience, and it does a lot on your body. So massaging someone's body afterwards helps someone also heal and go inward and balance, balance hormones, and just relax again and take a minute for themselves. They, They just went through this huge process Um, So it's really just as important and I massage the belly um, and just to help feel like everything's getting back to what we call normal or what will be the new normal, the new, the new us, the post part of that. And the post really is. That's your, that's your life now. That's your journey. That's where you're going. You've had the baby. You can get through that. And while you're working with the baby, it's so important to work on ourselves. It it really is. It's um we're better. We're better mamas when we do take a little bit of time for ourselves. And that I know that's going to be leading into another question for moms, I think. Um Yes. What what does motherhood taught you? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Or what would you tell your younger self? Those are the last two. Those are the last two. Um, I think what motherhood has taught me is, you know, just piggybacking on from that last question is taking the time for ourselves to really um, it's we're, we are deserving of it and it's not a luxury. It's a necessity. And I do encouraged my clients. I encouraged myself I to do what I can do. I just remember, again, with the help, when I got a massage right after I had my, my babies, um, the twins, someone said, well, come, I have someone here. She'll watch the twins for you. She'll hold them. And they were teeny. And I thought, wow. So I, I offered that same. I've learned so much from so many, and I take it with me. And so motherhood has taught me like what, what I'm doing and what people are teaching me. um, I get to give to other people. Now I feel like the gift keeps on giving and I can't even tell you how many babies have slept on my bed or that my husband had to hold for a minute because I wanted them to come back or I'll be massaging them and taking my foot and rocking them in the baby chair so that they can get a massage or I give them the baby and they're massage, they're breastfeeding on my table. Yes, I did that. You You did did that. that. Yes, you did do that. I do remember that. (laughs) That, Of course. (laughs) Yes. So Mm -hmm. it's encouraging moms to take care of themselves and, um, and it has taught me that what has mother taught me so much? Oh my goodness what one of it is is the letting goes. And that's the biggest one is letting go. And you know my kids, my boys were preemie. and you know it's not it's not my time. It's I we're not in control and it's it's surrendering to that and allowing it and letting it be okay. letting it be okay again, it's it feels like it's out of control, but if we allow for it, then we're in control because we have control of ourselves. We may not have control of everything out there, and that's okay, like our boy like the boys coming and when they're gonna come, and it's just how we deal with it, and we do need the support and the love and our community it, t- it does take a village. so I've definitely learned that, and you know what there there's my kids that just have taught me so much they they are the enlightened ones. We talked about that a little earlier they've all taught me so much. And, um, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really blessed with that. There's another way they, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know that I could specifically say one thing right now, right in the moment. And there's just, there's, there's so much. Um, it's a multitude of it's lessons. It's a multitude it's of lessons. Yes, it's it's so, so dimensional.
0: Yes. But our kids are the enlightened ones. They come, my kids have taught me presence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've been seeking for that my whole life, I feel like. And then they finally taught me how to wander over a, a flower in the backyard. Look at this teeny tiny caterpillar right. on the flower. And I don't think – when I was a child, I used to wander over the caterpillar, but now I can do it again. you get an to do it again. Yeah. Right, right. And then
1: – uh, so Go ahead. Please. I, I was going to say, you know, I, I had the opportunity to be home with them because I did – part of the reason why also going back to what brought me to massage – is if staying in the corporate world would have had me working from eight to six or nine to five, you know, whatever that is. And this gave me the opportunity to be home with them and still work and still have myself and the, my purpose in in the world, in the outdoor world, outside world. But then in my family, I was able to bring them up and spend a lot of time and be there. And I'm, I'm really grateful, you know, give up to gain and didn't really give anything up there just gained so much with the relationship that i have with them and our family and my husband um so I did get to see a lot of that, and and to slow down a little bit, and to just really be present with them. So it taught me, like you're saying, I got to see the little roly polies on the floor that we'd pick them up and put them in. I got to relive a childhood, and that that's actually more memorable to me, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's just go with the flow. And each child is different, you know. That's the other thing. Um, just to be kind to ourselves I think and that would lead into the next question what would I tell my younger self just to be a little more more gentle with myself don't judge myself as much um and I think maybe that's a cliche and people just say that a lot and and it is it is a true statement we're doing the best we can with what we have and just to grow and learn and and include the village (laughs) Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so, so beautiful. And I love all the memories that you're bringing up for me with the massages that I've given you. Because oh. there's been a few. Right. And I, and I recognize when you even called me, it was, you're like, I need to come over. I, I need a massage. I just, I have to take time for myself. And the fact that you recognize that, Bonnie, is, is wonderful. And that's what I encourage other moms to do. Thank you, Robin. Yeah.
0: I, I agree with you. It was a lesson that I'm lucky that I learned early that self-care is, is a necessity. It's not a luxury that I ask for help when I'm at a yellow and not a red. Mm. So if I'm all, all the way at red, I'm on my worst behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing other detrimental habits or behaviors that I have to clean up later. And if I just took a few extra minutes while I was a little depleted, but not all the way... It, it benefits not only me, obviously, but everyone around me. And so leaning on a community or asking for help or care mm-hmm. is not a luxury. It's a necessity. It's I just love just how you phrase it. that. We should make some t-shirts.
1: <laughs> no, And it is, it's, it's, you know, for all of us, it's, it's necessity to take care of ourselves. And I'm glad I get to do that and help people and, and be a part of it I've been doing this, gosh, 28 years now. And I still, I'm just as passionate and just as, and I love it just as much. And, um, you know, all walks of life. And that was another reason to get into it is that it? it's not just massage for me. It's the nutrition coaching. It's the working with pregnancy, working with pregnant mamas, working with elderly, working with, you know, the moms on the journey at the other end when their kids are out. That's where mm-hmm. I'm at now. And that's been an amazing journey. And so it's, I get to grow with my job and with my clients and people, and they've been such amazing teachers for me. Mm,
0: Spectacular. Mm. Thank you for what you do. Mm. I feel the love through your hands and the healing through your hands. And you're just
1: wonderful. Mm. Thank you again for coming. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This was so awesome. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks. Okay.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening. The book, Entry Level Mom, will be available December 2023. Details will be listed at the website booksbybonnylippincott.com, all one word. If you want to follow along, my Instagram is booksbybonnylippincott, separated by underscores. TikTok is entrylevelmom, and email is booksbybonnylippincott at gmail.com. Have a great day, and please remember to be kind to yourself.